Tyler McComas. Got an opinion? You can call the show on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Podcast Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Fired up. Let's go. What are you fired up about? Every life, the football, the media, the press, the fans, the world, my wife, my family, my grandkids, everything, you name it. You're not down on anything at all? Nothing. Not a single thing? No. How'd practice go? Outstanding. One of the best practices we've had in my 10-year history here. That's why I chewed their ass out for 10 minutes afterwards. Rush is back. I feel like the um, I feel like the text line is way more. Maybe you're editing uh, for me, but I feel like the text line is far more civil than I expected it to be. Uh, let's see here. Okay, this is the first one. Teddy, you can redeem your status from the horrible analysis of this team if you ask some serious WTF is going on questions to BV tonight. Drop your you-know-what and get it done. So I think you're right. That was just the first text that I read when you said that. Uh, That's funny. Uh, No, I don't care to redeem any status of anything to anyone at all. If you think I give one ounce of anything about what you think of me, you're wrong. So, I'm not redeeming anything. Mm, That means he's not going to ask the WTF questions of, what's going on, Brent? Yeah, yeah. uh, Come on, coach. Tell me why you guys suck. What's going on up there? Give me a break. It's so stupid. Like, like, like anyone in the position I'm in would do that. Like, I'm not up there as some like hard hitting journalist that's, you know, trying to to get the tough answers out of Coach Vittles. Like, what is the tough answer? Like, you think that I'm he's going to crack whenever I ask him what's going on, and he's going to, under pressure, admit that. Well, we haven't even been trying in practice now that you're pressing me. You know, you got us. Like we're not we're we're not even working up here. There's, so stupid. There's a preview for the coaches show tonight. No hard hitting questions. Teddy will instead ask, Coach, what's it like to walk down the tunnel at the cotton bowl as the head coach? What's it hey, like? Coach What's it like? It's your uh you know, it's a it's going to be a season of first. It's your first three-game losing streak. How's that been so far? <laughs> yeah. First, right right when he shows up, please please ask that. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, text line is maybe a little uh, – it's, it's maybe a little off the, off the hook that I recently revealed. Keep telling y'all Kobe McKenzie is the best linebacker we got. <laughs> Based on what? I, I know the backers haven't been great here recently, but you're talking about a dude that hadn't even played yet. I've seen him in practice. He's not the best linebacker that they have. Sorry. Now, I'm not saying that 
he's not going to turn into a good player. I think he's I think he's got the ability to turn into a good player, but he's not there right now. Uh, it, he's not close to being there right now. Russ in Atlanta says, would things be any different if Heupel was the head coach in Norman this year? Teddy might tell you they'd be 6-0. and uh, I, I don't think so. I think it'd probably be about the same. I mean, if, if all things happened exactly like how they have, if Dylan Gabriel gets knocked out against TCU and misses the Texas game and we've got the exact same roster, I, I mean, do you see anything that would be different? Uh, I, they, no, I, the defensive line's not very good. The quarterback position's not very good. The offensive line position is just kind of meh for the most part. The DBs aren't great. The linebackers are struggling. Um, but other than that, things seem okay. So, but no, I don't think they're going to change all that much, to be honest. <laughs> How do you think, is that playing on the emotions of Sooner fans that Hypel's got Tennessee undefeated? I'm sure at some point this year, Teddy, there will be a, we need to get Hypel from uh, Knoxville. Those will be out there somewhere at some point in November. Don't let him beat oh, yeah. Alabama this weekend, by God. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Great question it's here. Fascinating. Will there be a PA guy on Saturday, or did he disappear? Talk about <laughs> the best thing that ever could have happened to him, huh? The pressure's off, right? I think Pressure he's the only one off. wearing an OU polo that has uh, maybe not been too upset about what's happened the past two weeks. No one's talking wow. about that one anymore. Yeah, that is uh, that's something there. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I imagine some of the in-game stuff is going to be a little bit different, but I probably not a whole lot. Just just a little more cautious with the boomers. Let's see if they're going up tempo before we start screaming it out. Eight weeks ago, Yule was making fun of Texas, Kansas, and others. Question mark. I told you. Well, if you think that Appreciate we're not that. going to continue to make fun of Texas, I assure you. I will continue to make fun of both Texas and A&M and many others. Yeah, and that's not, not true about the stop. Kansas thing. Um, I've, I've said for a, a decent amount of time that Leipold is doing a really good job at Kansas and they're going to have a much better football team. Now, did I see them being under or going undefeated as long as they did and, and being as good as they are now? No, did not see that. Um, but... Yeah, whatever. Congratulations on on being right, I guess. Uh, do you think the alternate uniforms would help? That's that's good. Hey, I can't. I hey. can't. Is this is this the ideal weekend? Oh, if you snap the three game yes. losing streak with the uh, the bring the wood uniforms, bring oh, the wood, buddy. baby. Ugh. Bring the wood. We got to have a change up. Bring the wood. Absolutely. Wear your practice jerseys out there. Take the last names off. Take the number, like whatever we got to do. Change it up. I'd actually be down for the practice jerseys. That means Dylan Gabriel couldn't get hit with the blue jersey on. And I guess Uh, if if the other team wore their practice jerseys, well, the quarterback may not have to wear the blue jersey after the past three weeks. Yeah. Too soon? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) 
Oh, man. What else we got? Anything else? Oh, yeah. We caught up? Damn, I wish the main topic was still what the third to fourth quarter transition song will be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. What do you play now? What do you play if you're losing to Kansas uh, between the third and the fourth quarter? I don't think it matters. Everyone's going to turn around and say, shut up, turn it off. And don't do the kicking for chicken thing if you're down 10 nothing in the second quarter this week. Oh, it's wow. going to be uh, – if this team doesn't get off to a nice start, it's going to be quite the angry fan base on Saturday. Ugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kicking for chicken, that is so funny. <laughs> uh, now yeah, we got – those are the, the good old days, trying to figure out what we're going to do between third and fourth quarter. Man. Those were the days. Does uh, does anyone have an early week feel on this Kansas game on Saturday? Because there's, there's been a couple people here at the station today saying, oh, okay, it's, it's like really bad, but they're going to beat Kansas on Saturday. And I got to admit, earlier this morning I was kind of of that opinion of, yeah, I'll, I mean, yeah, yeah, they're going to come around and beat Kansas. But then I thought about it a little bit more. And I said to myself, like, why do you think that they're just going to beat Kansas? Because OU's been really good in this sport for over the past hundred years, and Kansas has sucked. Like, you, you, I feel like I'm just automatically putting up a win for OU based on the past and nothing present that I've seen. And now I'm all nervous again. Well, I'm not putting anything up as an automatic for Oklahoma. After what we've seen the last three weeks, like. A, a team that has drastically gotten worse. Now, here's the thing. I, I, I still – I'll say it over and over. Don't care what anyone says or thinks, but I, I, I feel like we're way better than what we've played. So, you know, does that mean that we, we show up and look like it? Absolutely not. But, I mean – We've witnessed this team look way better than they have the last three weeks. So I, uh, I, don't, I don't. Where does that leave me with, with like trying to predict anything? I have no idea. I am uh, asking this question fully knowing the answer. Just interested to what you have to say. Is there any scenario for the rest of this year where fans could look fondly at this first season for Brent Venables? Is, is that like scenario exist whatsoever for this team? Can they do anything with what's left in front of them for fans to say like, yeah, okay, you know, not not totally trash the season? Sure, went out. That would put you at what nine and three, and then yeah, you win a bowl game, a ten three. win season. Well, hey, we won ten games that year. You think that would be it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, you and I both know, like, we're a long way from talking about winning out. We're, we're just trying to – we're talking about being Kansas oh, at God, home just win a right game. now. Yes. <laughs> right, just win a game. You just win this one. Well, it, it, we played Jim Mora to open up every hour today, which I guess that's our new ritual after OU loses yes. the game is to play Jim Mora. Um, it's like his playoff. I, I just hope we win a game, another game. That's where we're at right now. Undefeated. Right. I just hope he win a, like another game. Just win the next one, please. Right. Yeah. Um, just win the next one. That's it. Beat Kansas, and then we'll say, "Wow, at least we didn't lose four straight and lose to Kansas at home." 
and then we can take a bye week, regroup a little bit, and come back and see if we can uh, start clipping off some wins. I uh, normally at this it time it would be nice to uh, also switch up the roles and rain on Oklahoma State's parade. Yeah, that would be awesome. I uh, for some reason I was looking at bowl projections today just to see where they have OU if they have OU at all. One didn't have OU listed in bowl projections, which is sobering. Um, I did see one today, OU and Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl. I think that one's played in Fort Worth. OU and Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl. Mm. Oh, God. I feel good about that game if you, we were you to do? play it. You do? You feel good yeah. about the Air Force game? Well, that makes one of us. Yep. Well, the only the only reason is because you have like three weeks to prepare for the option. Well, you also right. you, need a you, give a rip meter going into that game too. I don't know. Yeah, if it's well, that's be true. There. That's true. Um, but you know, like that's the thing. Like preparing for the option on a short week and trying to get a a scout team to give you any type of decent look is incredibly difficult. But if you've got if you've got you know two or three weeks, you've got a chance to to get a good look at it and actually get good at trying to defend it, you know, it's it's not what you would want. That would not be a fun game to, to practice for and get prepared for. But And you know what you're going to get. It's not like, like they run the same exact plays in every single game, like, for the last however many years. Like it, they're not changing anything they do. If I uh, or someone else were to tell you that personnel changes are coming defensively, I, who's let's start? Yeah, start defensively. People on the text line are saying, "Hey, Kip Lewis had a nice pop there at the end of the game." They are, did. Are you starting with him? Are you starting with Canick? If if personnel changes are coming, like who does that immediately mean on Saturday? Uh, I I play some of the younger guys at safety. Maybe look at some of the younger guys at corner or rotate some different guys in at corner. Um, I I don't change out Stutzman. Stutzman's a true sophomore. He needs to continue to play. Um, I might rotate. I might start rotating someone in at, at Mike with a Guaybu. Maybe that's Kip Lewis. That's where he played. I think he played the Mike whenever he came in. Um, Kanick at, at Cheetah. Yeah, you could do that if if you want to start sharing him some some time with with Deshaun White. Maybe even look at him at, at some inside spot. Maybe at at the Mike Backer, um, and just you know, you, you defensive line rotates a bunch anyway. So you just continue. I think that same rotation that you've got there. I don't, maybe Grayson Holton plays a little bit more the the freshman fifty six. Um, outside of that. It, it, I don't know. It's not like you have a whole bunch of options. Yeah, youth movement, kind of, for for the most part. Well, the problem is, like, Witter came in and got hurt um, in the game. At, like, so they they're, they don't have any numbers at inside backer. Yeah. Like, none. So, yeah. Great point, text line. I'm also laughing at this as well. Uh, imagine Teddy going back to Fort Worth traffic, though, <laughs> for a bowl game. I don't think he'd be. I don't oh. think he would go to that bowl game. If OU plays in the, uh, I don't know if it's the heart of Dallas Bowl anymore, 
if OU plays a bowl game in the Metroplex, he ain't going to be there. Uh, I can assure you of that. You're telling what you think I will have already quit this post? Um, like, I won't be. I don't know covering if you quit or not. Anymore? You'll just say like, I'll I'll do color commentary from the television, even if there's a slight delay. I don't care. Yeah, I. You know what Toby would do? He'd pull like the basketball card. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there's this big basketball game. I've got to call in the Bahamas. You know, so the fact no, I would go, I would fight the traffic. I, you know, every now and then I'd like to have things to be angry about, so I can, like, I just, I just walk around mad. It's just how I am. Well, I can, wish I could change it, it, but I can't. You can find it in the Metroplex there. You don't have to look very hard. At yeah. All. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it's it's actually as mad as it makes me. It's a nice outlet that I can point my anger somewhere else transition song if losing on saturday pos car by adam sandler it's totally <laughs> random but really funny oh man yeah just uh take out car and put in team is that it is that what you would do yeah the student section might sing that one uh how bad is this season going to hurt our future recruiting as of right now it hasn't hurt you uh, but am I a little bit nervous about it right now than I was two weeks ago or even last week? Yeah, especially the Colton yeah. Fawcett kid in, in Austin because he is – those are the types of players that this program is going to need moving forward. We've seen that, right? Defensive line players. Yeah. And he is one of your best two defensive linemen you have committed. I, I hope they hold on – really hope they hold on to Colton Vosick. That's that's very I important. Typically, I typically don't worry about – now, if they continue to lose, I, you, I guess you got to worry about everything. But I, I think it usually like even helps your sales pitch even more. You know, to be like this. See, this is this is what we've been talking about with you. This is why we need you. Um, you know, look at all these problems that we've had here, here, and here. This is this is why we we're coming after guys like you. I mean, you're going to be primed. And ready as soon as you get here in the spring, if you're an early arrival, to jump in this strength and conditioning program, to get out there in spring, and we need you battling for one of these starting jobs. Like this is, like this is the reason we're we're coming after you so hard. Like we need you on this defense. Like I I think it just kind of strengthens strengthens your resolve in those areas with those kids. Yeah. Hey, uh, pretty much everyone in this recruiting class. You know, you, you can definitely still sell them on, I don't know if you're going to start day one, but you're going to have a chance in your, in your first offseason. That goes for the quarterback, too. I don't know if best-case scenario for the future or next year is Jackson Arnold as quarterback one, but the way things sit right now, he, he'd have a chance to, to win that starting job. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, – we need to have a really, really – well, we're halfway through the season. We need to finish this season and and have some success to walk away from it with. And then we got to have a really good off season. We've got some some good young players on the offensive line that we need to make some big strides. We got some good young skill players that need to make some big strides. Like we got some good young defensive players. Like it's it's going to have to be a really big off season. All right, quick timeout. 
More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on next. It's time to up your game with the latest in ref gear and let the world know you're part of the ref army. Visit the ref store at KREF.com for hats, sweatshirts, ref branded t-shirts, and exclusive t-shirts like our band 11 a.m. kickoff. You has had first time being shut out since 1965. All the statistics, all the guys are hearing them. They're they're texting me constantly. They're feel they're feeling it right now. They're saying, man, I let down 118 years of Sooners. These are actual quotes that, that players are saying, and you feel for them because you know how important this game is. Everybody knows how important this game is. You lose OU Texas as a coach, you start feeling the hot seat. It just is what it is. And so I've seen and I've been on teams where coaches have gotten fired the week after OU Texas. Yeah. And so it's something that matters so much to this university, so much to the state, so much to these players. And so it's a lot of disappointment. You have to feel for them you have, because they have this expectation. They know the expectation, but they also have the expectation within the, the locker room, within the facilities. And so add the fans' reaction and all the reaction of media and everything on top of that. There's a lot of shock. There's a lot of disappointment and a lot of shame going on right now. There's former Sooner, current staff member Caleb Kelly. Anything to take away? He said uh, he's received a lot of texts from current players and they're embarrassed by what happened on Saturday. Saying that they uh, yeah. first shut out since 1965. They realize that and they're all embarrassed by it. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. It's frustrating. I know they're frustrated. They've, they've been putting a lot of work in up there. I, I just, you know, I wish I, I wish I could help them. I wish, uh, like, the hard work was turning into results. You know, it's just, it's a harsh reality of the sport, man. You know, if you, if you're not on top of your game and you you don't have everyone on the same page, you can get you can get embarrassed really quickly. Doesn't take much be a fascinating time to go to the SEC finally, by the way. Probably something that yeah, everyone wants to go. hear. This offseason, are you announcing like December? Uh, yes, Oklahoma will be competing in the SEC in 2023 in football. Oh boy. Now, I, I, did see yeah. a, I did see an article today though on CBS Sports saying that the Big 12 is the best conference top to bottom in college football this year. And initially I said, what? I mean, come on. I Still with that being said, yes, the, the SEC would be a, uh, a a much bigger challenge if that's where you're going to play next season. Yeah. Do you believe that? The big, uh, I think it is. Uh, now, we don't have the – I don't think we have the, the top-tier teams. And that's kind of yeah, – right. Necessarily. But I, I do think that it is the most competitive. And I think a lot of the, the teams that we have – near the top can play with just about anyone in the country. Yeah, but the SEC, they do have two top-tier teams, and they've got Tennessee, who's a top-ten squad. Maybe three. They've got Ole Miss, who is what, in the top ten right now? Um, who else do they have that's good in that league? Kentucky. Got Kentucky Georgia lost, is one. but they lost their yeah. backup quarterback last week. Mississippi State's actually really good, too, this year. Yeah, they've got... Georgia is one, Alabama is three, Tennessee is six, Ole Miss is, is nine. So they've, they've got four top ten teams. And then you've got Mississippi State is 16 and Kentucky is 22. 
So you got six teams in the top 25. Um, you know, out of 14. But the Big 12, you know, they've got five teams in the top 25 out of 10. You know, so uh, Oklahoma State is your, your highest ranked team at number eight. Kansas State, 17. TCU, 13. Kansas is 19. And then Texas jumped back into the top 25 at number 22. Um, so, yeah, I... It's 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 a good good conference right now, really good. Text line is already starting to throw in score predictions for Saturday. Okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. With DG back, I'll take the Sooners thirty-five, Kansas twenty-four. Some interesting thirty-five twenty-four. Okay, I, anyone would take that in a heartbeat right now. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Uh, I'll take two zero. I'll take a hundred and ninety-eight. I'll take anything. I would take two to zero right now if offered to me. Now. Everyone is kind of banking their hope on the rest of the year. If you have any hope left on Dylan Gabriel being back. Um, but if he's back and he's not all that great, then, boy, that conversation turns the other way real quick. Or if Gabriel gets hit and he's down on the field for any length of time, I can't imagine what the panic level meter is going to be inside the stadium if that happens again. Because oh we've seen gosh. what life without Dylan Gabriel looks like, and it's it's bad. It's I mean, you got to yeah. run a seventh-grade offense. I was about to say, you know, there's some people questioning Dylan Gabriel beforehand, and, you know, and rightfully so, he was not perfect. Um, but now I, I feel like the, the questions about Dylan Gabriel should be ended immediately. Right, and we just we just got to hang on to what we got, and hopefully he improves and gets better and gets his confidence back. I, I don't you feel like seeing how bad that his the backup situation is, like that alone will generate a little bit of confidence for the for the young man. God, I I, I hope so, man, and and and, and for this team as well, because we made fun of uh, Kansas State with Will Howard last year. That when you know when he trots out on the field, that entire team says, "Oh God, we've got no chance with him." And I wonder right. if that team felt that on Saturday with Davis Bevel, or feels that way now without Davis Bevel, or anyone that's not named Dylan Gabriel at this point, because that that yeah. is a real thing. Yep. Well, I don't even I score. I don't. What you got? Any more scores? I don't even know. I wouldn't even know how to guess. I, I think it'll be a lower scoring game. I, like if I'm picking us to win, I, twenty four twenty one something like that. But I don't know. Maybe we end up in a shootout. Are we going to be able to stop them? No. Dan, no. Uh. Uh-uh. You may win, but you're probably going to have to score a lot of points to do so. It's it's tough to see this defense slowing down anyone right now. Even right. with the backup quarterback, but yeah, yep. I mean Dylan Gabriel's going to have to be—he's going to have to be the best version of himself if this team is going to have any sort of success the rest of the year. And if he goes down, then well, we've seen what that looks like. Do you think if he stays healthy for the rest of the year, there's any chance we see Braden Willis back at quarterback at all? Sure. I mean, it's Absolutely. the best offense you've had in six quarters by a wide margin. Absolutely. I don't. I, I don't think there's any reason, uh, like to not continue to build on it. I thought there's some some really good stuff in that package that that went really well, and I think they can build off of it. And 
You know what the other thing is? He deserves it. Yeah, he does. You know? Yep. He deserves to, to get some, you know, to be at the helm of this team. That's where he belongs. Um, pay it off. He's been playing his butt off all season. Pay it off. 405, I am not a Sooner fan. I equally hate and fear them. I just can't believe they are this bad. OU 27, Kansas 24, OU wins seven games this year. Which yeah. anyone would take that scenario in a heartbeat. Heck, if you win seven games, you might go to the Liberty Bowl and play someone like Arkansas. Well, now, wouldn't that be fun? Go to Memphis yeah. for a bowl game this year. Oh, Bill Street. Don't we love it there? Memphis got some good barbecue. and Yeah, it'd be fantastic. I'd be down to go to Memphis if offered. I mean, I'd be no. down to go to any bowl game right now, so I'm not really going to be I, picky I about think it. There's a, I think there's a crappy bowl game in Phoenix, isn't there? Yeah, it's um, – That's what we want. Is that the guaranteed rate bowl? God, playing yeah. in a guaranteed rate bowl. Mm. I guess if you're going to play in a bad bowl game, though, go all out. Let it be the Dollar General Phoenix. Bowl or the, the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, whatever. If you're going to play in a crappy bowl game, at least you play in a crappy bowl game in good weather. Like, that's that's the only positive to take from that. 12-10 to 10 OU if DG can go. 14-9 to 9 <laughs> KU if Booty is cleared from his jock itch. 21-7 KU with Willis Cat. 31-0 KU with Davis Bebble. If um, I'll, I'll, I'll say this, and, I, and I'm sure and I believe them, that Davis Bevel was their number two quarterback. I, at this point, though, if Gabriel can't play, I, I, I don't think you can throw him back out there as the starter. It's not really no. fair to anyone if you do that at this point. It's, it's bad. No. No. No, I agree. I don't know what direction they'd go, but I don't think it would be Bevel. All right, uh, let's hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left. Hanging out at Newcastle Casino today. We'll be back. There's head coach Brent Venables right after the loss Saturday in the Cotton Bowl to Texas. Text line uh, wants us to do an interesting exercise. And I think I had the answer to this. Um, asking us, here's a fun exercise to lighten this Monday. Who is our current top five players? Meaning, who should we not be upset with? LOL. I, uh, I think I have the five here for you. Okay. In no particular order. Braden Willis. Marvin Mims. Yeah. Bowman. Turk. And, of course, Jaron Kanick. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding about the last one. Uh, I'll put Farouk in, into that five, I guess. Maybe I should put Drake Stoops in there. You're not going to put Dylan Gabriel in? No. <laughs> not, not, I, no? Actually, I wouldn't have uh, Friday, but seeing what it looks like without him, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I probably should have listened to him first on MVP of the team. Um, I'm going DG, Mims, Braden Willis, Eric Gray, and there's got to be someone defensively. No, no, Billy Bowman. I know he hadn't played well since he's been healthy or before well, he got hurt. Yeah, I'm, 
I'll take I'll take Bowman, but it's hard to take him because he's out, you know, which is frustrating. But yeah, I don't know. You can say what you want, but if they knew DG wasn't playing midweek, then why the hell was he taking the first team reps? It's clear the backups could have used the extra reps. And if he can't he go, it's time the first to ride reps. or die with Evers. It can't get worse. That's from Sam. Sam, he was not taking the first team reps. What does that mean? Are you talking about while they were warming up and yes. not that wasn't practice? I, I think that's what that's he's talking warm up. about. I think that's what he's talking about. That doesn't that doesn't change anything. Whenever it's just warm up, it's not you know you're not they're not reps. You're just going through the motions. You're not practicing against Texas's defense. You're practicing, or you're, it's not even practice. You're warming up against your own defense, who's going through the motions. It's just yeah. I mean, it's an orchestrated. And half the snaps he was standing period. at wide receiver as close to the sideline as possible to try to make it 10 on 10. So it's not like he was even playing quarterback every single time he was out there. Most of the Who, time he Bevel? wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yes. Spent half of yeah. his time lining up as a wide receiver, which some people got really right. upset with too. But it was one of those scenarios where, you know, you're just looking for everything to get upset with. Why not have another playmaker there? Instead of Bevel just standing there, it's basically 11 on 10. Well, it's not. It's 10 on 10. It still is 10 on 10 in that spot because even though, yes, the corner and everyone in the stadium knows that Bevel's not going to do anything, you still got to stay out out there just in case. Yeah. Well, there's a player that's out there allocated to him, and here's the other reason, and this is the actual real reason. If your quarterback leaves the game – the other team has a chance to match you in substitution. So, like, if your quarterback, like, you totally, like, show your hand and they can, you know, they put five D linemen out there and run bear or, like, whatever they want to do. They walk their goal line package out there because they know you're not throwing the football. So, like, when their quarterback stays on the field, and you don't substitute, they don't have the benefit of running a different personnel package out there to defend it. Did you guys figure out on the broadcast the last time OU ran a fake field goal or the last time they ran a fake and it, it, it went for a first down? It well, The last fake field goal I remember was the one at Oklahoma State. At Bedlam in 2013, I was thinking that that might be the last one. Nine years? Jeez. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Hey, that was one of the few bright spots on Saturday is that fake field goal did work. First down. And I love the call at the time. It was great. And, of course, it moved the sticks. It was great. But let me tell you something, buddy. Did you watch Overshone on that play? No, I did not. Oh, man. That dude covered some ground. That was What should have been a touchdown? Probably. Oh, oh, if if he'd have been blocked, you know, he but he was popping out as like a as, as a safety, and he was to that side. But dude, he he made an awesome play there. He almost he almost stopped it. You should have seen him run down that kicker, man. Well, I, that's what I was sitting in the end zone, um, one of the sections right by the tunnel. And I, I can't see where he's at on the yard marker. I just hear Texas fans start yelling, and you think, God, he's short on that, really? 
And then I hear afterwards, why'd they even review that? That, was, that wasn't even close. Of course that was a first down. OU fans had a tough look at that one on their end of the Cotton Bowl. It was it was closer than you wanted it to be for sure. Definitely closer than you wanted it to be. Uh, who is the best defensive player committed to OU right now, and what position do we need to improve most on both sides of the ball? Well, like by the ratings, like PJ Atabare is a five star, and he's he's an edge player. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Is is he? You think he's the best? Well, I mean, I mean I he's, he's, the, the, he's highest the highest rated. rated. Do I think he's the best? Um, him or Vosick, probably. Yeah, Vosick's pretty good. Um, yeah, you think they're going to lose Vosick? No, but. Am I nervous about it? I mean, sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, things are going to have to significantly improve. I, I, I'm worried specifically about him. For those of you that don't follow recruiting all that closely, I mean, he's a Westlake kid. I mean, he, he lives in Austin, Texas, and he picked OU, and Texas just won the game 49 nothing. You can imagine the scenario that he's probably going through today and the rest of the week. I mean, of, oh, of course yeah. you'd be nervous about a – Highly ranked kid out of Austin when you just lost forty nine yep. nothing to your biggest rival. Oh yeah, yeah. He's everyone's going to be talking to him, asking him, "Are you going to? You're not going to keep going to Oklahoma, are you? yeah?" It's and he's probably already been hit hard by that. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was looking at the the current list of commits. Like, all right, like who are the handful of guys most important to keep committed? Well, obviously the five star quarterback Jackson Arnold. And then you really need to keep your big-time defensive line talent. P.J. Atabare's an edge. Uh, Derek LeBlanc's a defensive lineman, four-star. But the point is, is that I keep scrolling down and I say, well, you need more backer depth, so you need those guys. Well, here's a corner. You definitely need him in. Uh, offensive tackles, yes. you got to have uh, basically everybody. Uh, you just kind of need improved depth all, all, depth all over the field at this point if you're OU. Like there's not one oh, particular yeah. position that I look at and say they need this one more than any other. Maybe it's quarterback and defensive line, but there's so many positions right now where they need help. Yeah, yeah. they, And, and you just never know who's going to turn out to be the best player. There's a couple of the – I think the couple of the linebackers that they have look just fantastic. Um, as playmakers, you just – you never know. But here's the thing. I would not – hold out for any of those players in this this upcoming recruiting class I would expect zero of them to play next year zero now you may end up getting one or two maybe maybe a small handful but as of right now you you should expect zero to play next year hmm. I'll unfortunately take, I'll take the over <laughs> on true freshmen to play, I'll take the over. Now I'll tell you right now, uh, we are going. It's going to be a transfer portal situation, big time. And I thought that, you know, before the three game losing, well, they're streak. definitely going to need one at tight end. Right, you better be able to replace your be... best player in the portal because your best player at tight end is uh, leaving after this year. It's going to be. 
transfer portal heavy coming and going. So oh, definitely going. I, that that is a hundred percent sure. And, and some guys that you've been accustomed to seeing playing quite a bit here recently, not just down yep. roster guys. Yeah, probably so. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final segment is next. Stay tuned. 